I'm Richard. I'm Gareth. And this is the APPC Podcast. My main achievement in my 20 years in hospitality is I've yet to hang myself. Yes. <laughs> well, I think we sing great. Yeah. Saying that the last couple of episodes, I don't know what was going on with it. The background noise didn't exist. It sounded like remarkably oh. professional. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I did there. We That's killed all the seagulls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's none of that. There's nothing. There's, it honestly sounded like we were recording in a coffin. <laughs> Just voice. No atmosphere at all. Dead. In space, no one can hear you. Alien. Alien. <laughs> well, you go, that's, there's my notes for both these albums. I told you they were brief. Oh, no, I, I physically, I've written no notes for no. either album. I've put them, uh, I've wrote notes uh, about things I want to talk about Twin Peaks about. Well, that's fine, because that's really figured that's what we'd be doing. Yeah. But um, I do have a recommendation for the end of it, but we'll get that. Shocking. Okay. But it's something we've probably talked about already, but it's been... Well, if it's you, yeah, it's probably that fuzzy album again. No, it's not. It's it's Twin Peaks related. It's it's Citizen. <laughs> what that is? We reviewed it, isn't Did it? When they called Citizen Uniform. Oh, Uniform. Oh, okay, yeah. Someone in black or some sh- or wolves in no. Wake something. Oh yeah. I don't know. We did it this year. I know. And I liked it, and I still can't remember what it is. And it, I see. I like. I saw your tweet or. Oral Pleasure's tweet about hmm. which top five that we've done. Uh, I did a top five. Yeah, you did. See? And they were, and I can think they're pretty good top five. Yeah. As top fives go. Yeah. As always, the Oral Pleasure podcast doesn't like me as a Twitter account. It's my general rule. For mm. the... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I get more fun out of it that way. If Rather than going, I have to write a tweet. Cool. While I'm at it, please insult Gareth. No. <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah. Right, let's get motivation because I feel weird. But we're we just we're just doing this as a twofer. We're gonna. I'm gonna find a natural split. I find. Okay. Depending how long it goes. Cool. As long as, if it lasts. Well, if if I cut out most of what we're talking about there right. for. Oh, pardon me. HR reasons. <laughs> if we can make it for you know like eighty minutes or something like that. Which yes. I think bumbling around Twin Peaks is easy. Oh, yeah, it's... Then we'll cut it in half. Cool. Or we won't. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see how I'm feeling. Because I, I, I haven't watched any more Prisoner, but I intend to. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, no, I know, because we are still... I don't, I don't think we didn't sort the order out. You know, we didn't decide. Uh, I think, isn't it like the first couple or three kind of set? I'm sure it changes real quick. I think yeah. it's deceptive. So once mm. we, I say, for ease... The what the K the four letter one the KEXP or whatever one yeah. that most people say is okay. Let's go with that. Cool. That's done then. All right, there we are. Sorry. There you go. Everyone at home knows what that means. As long as you go on Wikipedia. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> if the if the wonderful peeps over at the uh, Time for Cake and Ale podcast are listening, um, yeah, this is not very professional, is it? I thought I warned you. They uh, they do a lot of good reviews. Right. They change to uh, time for cherry pie and coffee for Twin Peaks, yeah. and they are the other. They are they are our uh, competitors in the world mm. of prisoner podcasts that also came out that day. Those motherfuckers. That's what I said to them, and they were like, <laughs> and they replied, "I cannot wait to continue listening to your podcast." And I was like, oh, 
Jesus, okay, cool. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean motherfucker. Yeah, I love you. In case you're good. I don't know. I'll I love you. Stop it. Yeah. <sighs> Let me stroke your face. <sighs> like John Travolta in a face-off. <laughs> Not that one, the other one. You know where he, he wipes his kids' faces a lot. Oh, that one, no. I love you. Oh, but I just, I have yeah, you do the Nick Cassavetes yeah. face slash-off. Yep. Which, yeah. guess what? Was improvised on set. It's <laughs> good for them. Yeah. Uh, that's very good. Oh, oh my insides are dying. No. Okay. So what are we doing? Uh, Twin Peaks. Um, music from the limited event series. Yay. And also the Twin Peaks limited event series original soundtrack. Yeah, we'll probably talk about both at once and yeah. we'll see how editing and goes. Split and stuff. Well, both, well, very simply, both released on the 8th of September. Yeah, they were. Unless the vinyl we were talking about, which came out the 22nd of September. Because of production oh. issues. Oh, well. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. That didn't say that on Wikipedia. Didn't... I'm not marking you. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying that I couldn't listen to it till then because <laughs> so that's when the vinyl my came. My very brief notes that have now finished were shit. Shit, oh, if shit. that's all you wrote, then yeah, that's incorrect. Yeah, so it was shitter than I thought they were. Uh, oh, well. There you go. Cool. Uh, I've got, I said, I kept them on here, so that, well, so I've got the track listing and stuff, mm. so. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm not even that fast because it's basically chronological. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot on the album that is not available, but we're not really, it's more just a Twin Peaks. No, no, but I say I have them all on Amazon Music anyway, and yeah. uh, not on the, uh, but I only bought the one because the, uh, um, the Angelo Badalametti has a lot of repeats yeah. off the first albums. And um, I don't want Threnody for the victims of Hiroshima. It's like 14 minutes mm. of night. You know when the bomb goes off yeah. and a lot of plink well, plonks. That's not on um, Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Which kind of annoying because it was kind of the one I, was, I wanted to listen to. Yeah, but I guarantee um, you if you type in Threnody the victims oh, of probably, Hiroshima that yeah, it's there by someone else. I'm not going to do that. Okay. Because I have it on Apple out. Music. Right. I just don't have it on that compilation. Oh, yeah. All those tracks are probably available. Just I'm not going to get my not for that. No, I can tell. You're holding your phone and you're still not pressing search. You're a difficult <laughs> man. We all know. Yeah. I like it awkward. I know. Even for yourself. That's the bizarre thing. <sighs> That's why you like shock treatment so much. It's a good film. That's why. That's why you like The Prisoner so much. I think it is. I think everyone agrees, right? Yeah. But I'm having real trouble. <laughs> but I think it's because normally in these kind of things, you kind of have to like the main protagonist, or you've got mm-hmm. to like him. He is an arsehole. Yeah. And it's just, again, it's, yeah. It really probably was the first of its kind to have a sort of anti-hero hero really mm. to be sort of well as, as mainstream as sort of kind yeah. of person I get so is, is he even an anti-hero I mean he might just be a hero who's an asshole. he doesn't really do bad things he just doesn't talk to people with any sort of respect or dignity yeah. <laughs> but that does, I don't know if that's enough to make you an anti-hero but I, I do that to people and I think I'm quite nice he's a bit of a Albert really from Only Fools and Horses no, from Twin Peaks. <laughs> I'm trying to get us back on subject. <laughs> oh, that was my crappy attempt to get us back no, on subject. No, you did really well. I just refused to allow it. That's yeah, fine. fair enough. Yeah. Oh, talk about me making it awkward. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just shooting me down, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's I, I, I try and take this seriously once, and that's what happens. I know. Straight out of the gate, while I'm thinking, mm-hmm. re listening to this album, you listen to that song by the Chromatic Shadow, right? It's the first song they ever played in the Roadhouse at the oh. end of part two, right? Mm-hmm. You listen to the lyrics to that song. They're pretty much warning you in advance how this whole thing's going to pad out. That, that comes up again and again, though, because you go, like, she's gone. Mm-hmm. And you go, oh, this is a... Can. One, you're kind of taken aback by the fact it's Nine Inch Nails, so it, it puts you off guard. Yeah. And then the rest of that episode happens. And you watch it again later on, you go, fuck, they told us everything in that song. Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> and yeah. Like, I don't think David uh, Lynch had input on the lyrics. No. But they came back and he went, I like it. I want it to be dirtier. And they just had to leave and rewrite the, all the music again. That's it. That's probably my most listened to track off of this, just in general. Mm-hmm. And that, um, not the actual events, yeah, yeah, is probably the thing in quite a short space of time. Um, our album that we've done that I've listened to most. Yeah, yeah. And that was a throwaway because it was short. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, yeah. When, well, I say short. Now, now we've done two out of the three mm-hmm. EPs that are making this new album up. Um, and between them, I think by the end it's going to be like a 90-minute record. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, how it gets you. That's how it gets you, anyway. Yeah. Short chunks. Yeah. For my short attention span. Short chunks. That's uh, that's my helper from my Indiana Jones reboot I'm doing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hurry up, short chunks. Oh, that oh, was a, oh, that was so far. That was a, a tiny revelation um, that Ryan had never seen any Indiana Jones films. I, I, get, I got the gist what that conversation yeah. was about, but I don't understand why you'd be proud of that. You seem no. like, well... That's not... I mean, there's four of them, right? Yeah. Only two of them are good. And when yeah. I say good, I mean five-star gold. Yeah, because don't let them... Yeah. Yeah, again, short round's great. But um, um, it's, it, but um, it, it's darker. Um, and it's... Uh, plot-wise, it's terrible, but set-piece-wise, it's great. Yeah. How's that? Because the dance at the beginning with the, the gong he's hiding behind yeah, and the... Good. The mine shaft chase. Yeah. Um, they're all great. The constantly leaning on switches that set off death traps is like one of the funniest things I've ever seen in the, in the history of film. <laughs> Take the heart of a man having it catch fire. That's, yeah. I didn't see that until recently. They cut it out of all the video oh. versions when I was a kid. Yeah. You, you you see him put his uh, hand over the chest and then you go, oh my God, he was this hard heart. <laughs> <laughs> he did? I, I, I you don't believe him, and then mm-hmm. obviously you say it, and you go, "Oh no, he totally does." Yeah. And if the readers lost arcs, again, that's from beginning good. to end, yeah. it's perfect. Um, I still prefer Last Crusade. No, I think I'm with you, but you got to take into account age. Yeah. When that came out, and everyone was going crazy about it, yeah. we were like ten. And then Crystal, oh, yeah. which I saw in the cinema, and it had yet again great set pieces and no soul. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And what was it? so you hadn't? Well, it was because yeah, it was because of Blade Runner, which I I will find my Blu-ray. I oh, I was it's on a shelf somewhere. I um, was I was mostly joking. It's fine. All right, I'm, I'm sure I've got a copy of both. Right. Both Blade Runner. No. But I can't. I, I 
but intend to watch it again just and go right let's see if we can if I actually get it to this time because the thing is you you said you had it and uh, whatever and I'm sure we watched it together and I'm sure we watched the bloody documentary about the making of it together the thing that blew my mind about that documentary if you remember mm. it's longer than Blade Runner the making of documentary of Blade Runner <laughs> is like two and a half hours long of them going it's a fucking nightmare it's the worst <laughs> thing I've ever been part of yeah. I'm glad it turned out well but I almost killed myself making that movie because I'm not not really bothered about the new one because I say I wasn't bothered about the old one mm-hmm. but I suppose answer, like one of these things that you sort of see pop up and then again, oh, was can uh, Riker, what wasn't it? Wasn't Riker, what was his name again? I don't know. Harrison Ford's character, isn't it? Deckard. Deckard, there you go. That was cool. I knew it was a K in it somewhere. Um, <laughs> it had a letter of the alphabet in it. <laughs> but, it's, <laughs> but it's like, you know, can, was he a replicant or blah, blah, blah? Well, obviously not because he's aged <laughs> quite a bit. Oh, I don't know because by the end of. Later on, in the final cut, it would suggest yes, he is, because the androids dream mm. of uh, of uh, animals, right? And he dreams of unicorns. And uh, young Edward James Olmos makes him a unicorn, mm. uh, origami, and leaves it outside his front door because he knows what he dreams of because he's a robot. Good. <coughs> <laughs> no. But you know, I, I doubt that's true. I doubt Sean Young's going to turn up. I haven't seen Sean Young in a film in 20 years. Gosh, she was hot shit for a while. <sighs> Who knew this was the Blade Runner podcast? Uh, Every week we watch one minute. Of, uh, well, people who do that, right? I know uh, we. I know when I sort of forced you to start listening to music, so we had something to talk about that we could uh, then ignore, right? Yeah. But these podcasts that are like the Star Wars minute, we watch one minute of Star Wars and we talk about it. 45 minutes. That's ridiculous. But there's plenty of them. They're on, they're on like, the prequels now. That's how long it's been going. The first one's easily 100 and, like, 20 episodes yeah. or something. You know what I mean? That's not... Like, I, 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 and I it's would... on... I'm pretty sure when they do it, it's, like, they do five minutes a week, so Monday to Friday, it's on every day. It's remarkably popular. I think, I think the flop house go on there quite a lot. A few really? other people, yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of these minute by minute things. I'd like to do one for grown ups. Could minute by minute of grown ups. I think. I mean, if it is like in forty minutes, but I think that's ridiculous. See, for grown ups, mm. you do a minute by minute, but you agree to do five minutes a minute. Yeah, but that would then be a five minute podcast. But then what else are you going to talk about fucking growing up? <laughs> no, but that's the point, myself it? it's, it's, it's finding stuff. I like the idea that you'd go, look at that character, what could he be? You know what I mean? And you try and figure out a backstory, you figure out their own like, spin-off film for every uh, character as you come along. Okay, it's relatively relevant. I, I, I'm not, you know, it's, uh, you know, figuring out content for no reason at all. Mm. Saying that, I suppose we stumbled onto... Talking about Twin Peaks too much, but it's not the same as all these Twin Peaks podcasts because they're no. quality. They actually go in yeah. depth. They try. They try. That's what well, gets me. Some people try when they do this. I try. Oh. It doesn't show. <laughs> I, I, I try with good. the production and yeah. I try at notes, but this bit, I really don't try, especially today because I'm out of Lemsips and I've got 
we might have to time out so I can microwave that breakfast oh, thing yeah because I need to take some lem sip and if I take them on an empty stomach my, my tum tum's oh, gonna yeah, go cray cray yeah, good, yeah. I, I get that <laughs> <laughs> but um last time I had the sort of flu things I was at work and when mm-hmm. I wasn't really eating at work and I was just like oh I'm having a lem sip and I had like mm. two lem sips on an eight hour shift mm. and no food and yeah it did not go well no it's not it's nightmarish oh. 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 much oh. like uh, Richard's attempt to save Carrie Page in episode 18 of Twin Peaks. Yes, that did not go on. Yeah. I'm not good at seeing either today. Also, <laughs> how manly is my voice when I'm not well? It's like, yeah, <laughs> nice. No. It's like I, I gargled gravel and fire before you got around. <laughs> mm. Delicious. Yeah. Fire. And Very white smooth. <laughs> oh. Bow. Hey there, girl. I'm trying to find the lyrics to Shadow to get all the way back from 20 minutes ago when we were talking about Shadow. Oh, is it not on Apple? Yeah, I don't know if they're nice enough to put the lyrics on it. Right. Oh, oh, I was, hello, a, I was hello. actually playing it there. Oh, well played. Uh, lyrics. Oh. Loading. Shadow, take me down. Shadow, take me down with you. Well, skip all that bit. <laughs> Yeah. You're in the water. I'm standing on the shore. Mm-hmm. Well, she wasn't in the water. She was on the. Yeah. No, I'm just. I'm, no, just trying, they, I'm just trying to tie it into anything at all. At yes, the but no, they didn't write it. Remember yeah. for this, it just works. But no, it's it's lots of the for the last time areas. Yeah. At night, mm-hmm. I'm driving in your car, mm-hmm. pretending that we'll leave this town. Mm-hmm. We're watching all the streetlights fade, mm-hmm. and now you're just a stranger's dream. I mean, that's really that feels really on the nose. <laughs> I took your picture from the frame. Mm. Well, our weird, creepy mother. Things. Yeah. Who's not a mother? Who yeah. is a mother? Yeah. And now you're nothing like you seem. Your shadow fell like last night's rain. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. And there's, yeah. And obviously, for the last time to really sum up with it, we're not doing any more. For good measure. Yeah. I mean,. The thing about this new Twin Peaks, when you look at it, David Lynch got everything he wanted out of it. Yeah. Because we no longer know who killed Laura Palmer, of sorts, mm-hmm. because the night she died, she no longer died, but she still wasn't there. You know what I mean? She did disappear. Yeah. So do people just think she ran away and then found her diary and put Leland away for being a big old pedo? Or, you know what I mean? You look at it that way. She still affected people's lives, but not in the way she would have done if she died. She was sort of an accidental martyr, really, in that she died and she made Bobby a better person. Yeah. I don't know if she made James a better person. He just kind of... He's still trapped in some sort of nostalgia loop. Then he had some sort of accident or something that they never really explained on. Oh, no, they they said he had a cut... Because in real life, he's proper sick. All right, mm. And he had to have a load of colon removed. Mm. I think is what it was. Like, so like that's why he's thin and doesn't quite look like himself like anymore. Like they used to do in MASH all the time. I don't remember that. That's pretty much all they ever did. They always seemed to be just resecting bowels. What a horrible phrase. Yeah. Don't like that. Because of shrapnel and shit, apparently. So, here you go. Korea. Got a oh. lot of place. Yeah. Let's like Twin Peaks. I don't know how I'm just trying to 
Yeah, get back into it. Yeah. There's a doctor in both. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of doctors. Yeah. Well, I suppose Albert's yeah. a doctor of sorts. It's just he never used it. Well, there's, there's Jacoby. Yeah, but he's had his license revoked. The, Still the, And became a fake doctor called Dr. Amp. It's fine. He's two doctors in himself. Yeah. And then you've got the other dude. I always forget his name off, but I can picture his face. Dr. Hayward? Yeah, that's the one. I always forget his name. And um, I suppose you had... Um, um, was her name Talbot? Yeah, because it rhymed with Albert. She was the coroner mm. that Albert went for dinner with. She was a portmanteau before. She's nothing without Albert. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Alb Albert. <laughs> Sorry, did you say Herb Albert? Alb Albert. They're a portmanteau couple. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, Miguel Farah died. Oh, I think of him almost on a daily basis because well, <laughs> no, um, injustice on the Xbox. One, well, like daily challenges you can do. So I nip on every day, do a couple of fights, get the challenges out of the way with. But the easiest way to do it is go to one of these little five fight ones where there's a little end sequence thing to it, and the game for some reason is <laughs> is dedicated to some. Miguel Pera, but it's oh. so close to his name that every time it comes up, I go, oh, and so I think of him. There was so much exposition there at the beginning, and I have no idea what you talked about. Oh. You're basically the David Lynch of explaining video games. <laughs> That's right. I don't know where. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it sort of makes sense, but what? It's fine. No. <sighs> so what do you think happened at the end of Twin Peaks? See, I... Because of the whole... You can you saw the eight thing with the loop and there was a little kind of ball thing which is kind of mm-hmm. them. Yeah, yeah. I think it's obviously it's a fairly bleak, fucked up ending, mm. and that um, Cooper's kind of doomed to end up kind of the same way as Jeffrey's. Yeah, yeah. How he's can not really a man anymore and he's this weird space scale. Yeah. Um, David, the only thing David Lynch has mentioned is he didn't want him to look like a kettle. He fucked that up. Oh, well, yeah, he, more did, of it, he really did. He really it. wanted him to look more like a, a steam machine. Oh. Like create steams. Uh, oh, yeah, no. But, um, and that you definitely got the feeling once they'd went through the whole thing, Cooper had lost a bit of himself. Mm-hmm. Um, but he kind of knew what he was there to do, so he was going to keep, so he'll keep trying and they'll. Yeah, yeah. Something else will happen, and there'll be more loops, but mm-hmm. he'll slowly lose more and more of himself. Yeah, yeah. Until he's a space cat. I don't know because I the the weird <laughs> thing is I haven't rewatched it all since because it wouldn't work as a loop at the minute. I don't think. I think to work as a loop in my mind, you have to end up back in the red room. It feels like the center right of the mm-hmm. infinity symbol has to be the red room because time's linear everywhere else. Yeah. It can only loop back if there's no concept of time. There's, that's the only place it, that mm-hmm. happens. I, see, well, that's, that does, I don't know if that makes sense even as a phrase, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you go back to the Red Room, you can theoretically come out at a different time and place. Or I suppose you could do that at the Dutchman's, but he said he'd only do it once. Yeah. That's not infinity. That's once. That might, But that might be the, uh, the homonym. One chance 
out between two worlds. You know what I mean? I'll give you one chance to fix this. Yeah. You done fucked up. Well you done. Uh, or maybe you didn't. I mean, that's the other thing. There are people out there who look at it quite not upbeat, but they're desperately trying to yeah. figure something out. Because then, because then, obviously, Carrie Page isn't Laura Palmer then. No, but so, she still has occasional. But then, it, I think she's going to be like, like a Dougie. She could be. She could be a Tulpa. But then, could she have been, uh, like a runaway? Like Laura, if she did run away, and she just has blanked everything out. The thing about the original Twin Peaks is, if you scrape off all the burnt toasts of the supernatural, Mm -hmm. you can at least say, the story is about this. You can't really do that anymore. There's so many layers of obfuscation that you can't go, this is what it's about anymore. Because once... It was just about a father who really loved his daughter. That's all it used to be about. Really, really loved yeah. With his whole heart and his penis. Yeah. Uh, Gross. But yeah, I mean, really. And, uh, you know, she had enough, so she chose to die, is basically it. What if she didn't die, though? That's one thing I always say. You know... I know the, the heavy-handed people can be in comas for years, like mm-hmm. by David Watts. It's, we assume that's, you know, uh, Audrey we're supposed to think about. Yeah. What if it is Laura? What if in that train car she wasn't beaten to death, she was beaten into a coma? Yeah. And then when you see Renette Pulaski, that's just her tulpa of sorts, or her totem, you know, her personification. Because... She doesn't really last very long. And then Maddie yeah. Ferguson comes along. And that yeah. could be Laura again trying to just get back into the story. Yeah. And have some symbols of her real life. You know what I mean? And then she does she does quite well, but then she dies halfway through season two. So I don't know who she'd become then for this theory. But in season three, she could be Carrie Page. Hell, she could be Audrey in season three, almost mm-hmm. as well. She could be everyone. How's that? If it's her dream. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> she raped herself. No, I didn't mean that. You've got I've you've got, got the wrong far. I've gone too far. Yeah, you got the stick at the wrong end again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you got that bit wrong. But other than that, you did alright. No, but yeah, sorry. <laughs> I realised what I did there. Um But I just see once final dossier comes out. I don't even know when that's going to be. Well, that's because... genius, isn't it? No one knows what's going to be anymore because yeah. it was going to be what people were doing in the 25 years between Twin Peaks. Yeah. But now you go, which Twin Peaks? Yeah. It, like, the one where Laura died? The one where she just disappeared? Or did she disappear and then die? Or has she still died but been taken away? Like, was she taken away and maybe a tulpa put in her place? So when she died, it was just the Tulpa that died. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know. Because as long as the Tulpa doesn't wear the ring, it won't go back, right? Because yeah. every time someone died and there was a weird effect, I assumed yeah. they were a Tulpa when you go through again. And you get, they can't be, they can't all be. They can't all be, it's ridiculous. You know, Bill Hastings' wife. She can't, she can't be, even though people keep screaming, what's your wife's name to him in that weird place? Is there something that was... It was never really explained as to what was going on. Was the whole, you no know, one, like just weird things would kind of 
warp and bend in the real world. Like there was a weird door the, handle the, the thing. The door handle with tear and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And then there was the whole like you got to see the outside of the plane when they were going, and there was like light flashing. The doorknob definitely cool. did something when yeah. you look at it, but maybe were, the plane people are just you know. But there was also there was another one far. where someone sort of warped in the background. I can't remember where the other one was. Well, there's that bit with Ed, obviously, where he's looking in the window yeah, and the no, window but was, twitches. But it was before that, it was. But then that does look like it's done on purpose. Yeah. And maybe he's just looking at the other timeline, or maybe it's just suggesting time's all screwy, or yeah. maybe it suggests there's a loop, or I mean, as I say, that's that is the great thing about this show. He he never wanted to say who the killer was because he didn't want to explain anything, <clears throat> and now he doesn't have to because there is no killer, but there is. So yeah. even that's an issue. You know what I mean? Even that gives you discussion forever mm-hmm. before you get to the rest of it. I still want to know why Laura, uh, why Cheryl Lee is credited in every episode as well. Every episode she gets a credit. No one else does if they're not in it. And I hear what you're saying, have pictures in it. That doesn't fucking count. Every episode. I don't know. There's got to be something behind that. Even if you go, and that's why she is the dreamer. Because she's secretly hiding in every scene. Can you hide under this table? No, no one will see you. Because it was being quantumly fall. <laughs> and she's mm. in everyone. Well, I, I had that theory, remember? I really, I, I, I loved that idea yeah. that they went and found Dougie and Dougie was Scott Pakula. That would have been the dream. Mm. It would at least help the metaphor a bit, but then that doesn't work because obviously he is in a different body because that's why Naomi Watts gets the eye. The, still one of the best gifs I've ever seen. Her in the doctor's office looking at him without his shirt on. Alright, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Giving him the crazy sex eye. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. What are half of these notes I wrote? I'd say they're nothing about things. It was just things to remember. Oh, did you read about that online about the congressman's dilemma? Remember the congressman's dilemma? When Gordon Cole's first introduced with Albert, mm-hmm. he's talking to the rest of the team, who you never see again, about trying to solve a murder case where a congressman is on death row. He swears he didn't do it, but for national security, he can't say he did. Mm-hmm. And then he gives them just a list. There's like a load of clues in front of them. Um, and it's like, what's the point of that? That, that? Even that gets me. The objects, just in case you forgot, because mm-hmm. I wrote them down were a glamour shot of a blonde woman with voluptuous thighs. I don't know what you were supposed to be looking at there, but she no. did have impressively girthy. Girthy's a bad word. Well, let's well, stick not, with what I wrote. She's not here, it's fine. I obviously figured out the word voluptuous for a reason. Yeah. Voluptuous thighs. Um, uh, a pair of pliers. Uh, two women sunbathing. A Photoshop picture of a three-year-old in a navy sailor suit. You know, one of those Victorian kind of... Yeah. yeah. Um, an Uzi with the fold-back stock and silencer. And some dried beans. Unroasted coffee? Don't know. Mm-hmm. But the only reason I bring it up is some people have been going, you know who the killer was? No, who's the killer? I say to the internet, and they say... The Polish accountant. Okay. 
and you go, you did have an Uzi. Yeah. Wasn't it? I thought it was a... It's a Tech, tech nine, 9 if you want to be a bloody... Yeah. The end to the end. If you want to get into the world of pedantry. But he had a semi-automatic weapon. Exactly. <laughs> he made a weapon that when you pull the trigger, it goes... Yeah. And that's all that matters. Exactly. Uh, so, there's that piece of random uh, thing from my notes. Um, most of my notes uh, just ramble off because I wasn't feeling well to... This goes nowhere. I, I literally type it. I don't delete it. I leave it and just carry on. <laughs> Electricity pole number six. Yeah. Do you reckon it's like a, like a, like a, like a, like a cocktail stick? You know, through worlds. Because mm. it always seems to turn up in real shitty places too, right? In the OG Fat Trout Trailer Park in Firewalk mm. with me. Yeah. Um, next to Carrie Page's house. And that's one thing. Mm-hmm. Carrie Page's house, there's the six pole. Andy saw yeah, that in his Andy, vision. Yeah, that was an Andy's vision, but... Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe what we missed is that uh, when he says what year it is, a rope then falls from the sky and Andy abseils down from a helicopter. Picks them both up. <laughs> oh. They fly to Saturn, or wherever it was. Were they from Saturn originally? I'm sure... I'm sure the madness involved the alien, uh, the the, in the firewalk with me script. Yeah, I'm sure it says that like they're on the moons of Jupiter or some bullshit. Uh, what's it? There's... Oh, I don't know where to start with bloody. Uh... No, I know. That's why I wrote more notes, but they don't really go anywhere. That's it. There's that whole bit. See, I still think we were watching two timelines all along. Maybe. Um, and I say, what's her face? So one either was either running backwards, the Becky's, or that's where I, that's where I get my whole two timeline thing because of the whole of kind of how great Stephen is and Stephen is wonderful, mm-hmm. and then we see Stephen being very very shitty. Yeah, but you see him <clears> be very <throat> shitty, but you can't go from there to him being wonderful. As in, you wouldn't go. He's turned around really quick. He's fine now. After he put that bullet in his brain, he's the nicest no, boy. But I, no, but I'm just that. That was one. Oh, that's two plan. timelines. Yeah, because there's two timelines there. We can't sort of see her can sitting chatting to her mum, going, "Oh, yeah, can Stephen was a bit," but she seems sort of perfectly normal and nice and happy. But there's a, there is issues. Oh, there's a timeline where Stephen's a dick, and there's a timeline where Becky's a dick. Yeah. Okay. And we're kind of seeing the book, and so I don't know which one is the Laura Palmer's dead, which one's the mm-hmm. Laura Palmer wasn't killed. I still think there's because there's so many conflicting things everyone was going about how great Stephen was and yet every time we saw Stephen he wasn't very great at all mm. so I think all this stuff can through this thing when people are saying how great he is and all that is one timeline mm-hmm. and the other one isn't same like the whole bit in the diner where can we're all sitting there the guy shouts where's was, wasn't it Billy I've forgotten the name of no what it was, was Billy yeah and then they're all in different places mm-hmm. and that was just showing us in plain sight there's things that happen at mm. the same time in both timelines, but everything's just a skew. Remember the Rick and Morty where they're kind of everything gets separated and there's all the extra yeah, yeah. things like that. So the, everything's just slightly out, mm-hmm. but there is two concurrent timelines where shit's similar but different. Yeah, that's why I think that we're definitely throughout that entire this entire season. 
we're watching two different timelines, which is why stuff doesn't have to be resolved in either one. No, no, but the, I think the thing that annoyed some people is that nothing was revolved in. No, either. I see, like Andy with that can meet that guy and mm-hmm. can the Rolex and shit. That's that's the non Sarah Pam, uh, Laura Palmer dead timeline uh-huh. because. You could really get yeah. a crazy wall for this. You know what I mean? Where you put little notes up. Yeah. And start building a, a pattern. String and stuff yeah. on a board. Yeah. Eyes all red. Or redder than mine are right now, but that's, yeah. that's flu eyes. It's my next week off. I'll yeah. do that and take a photo. <laughs> <laughs> get people to take photos so you can just point at the wall like you're going to get in the Evening Express. Like you're angry at the wall. Someone move my staples. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, man found dead in homemade spider web, <laughs> and you're sitting going, "It's not spider web. That was his Twin Peaks thing." Yeah. I'm just hanging there, wrapped in the string. Yay! Oh. Yeah. He never figured it out, and neither did anyone else. Yeah. Uh, that would be the worst part is if I had figured it out, but then that would come to my injuries before telling anyone. That's what it is. It's like the end of Martyrs, where she gets skinned alive, and she realizes either. There is or isn't anything on the other side. And she whispers it to an old woman and the old woman walks into another room and blows her brains out. Jesus. Yeah. I don't even know what that is and I'm horrified. It's a uh, French horror movie. It is uh, the hardest horror movie to watch in the world. Or it was at one point. It's pretty tough. The last 40 minutes are pretty fucking harsh. I'll possibly give it (laughs) They gave it a remake if you can't be... Uh, they, someone remade it in case you don't want to read subtitles. But. That's fair. It's a little spring. I can read yeah. it. I believe I watched it with Ray and... Uh, um, who else was there? Uh, Crookie. Mm. And at the end we all decided to run a bath and throw a toaster in. As a, <laughs> as a team. Mm. It's, it's very bleak. And then just stand back and go, yeah, we ruined a toaster. <laughs> It oh, makes, we were supposed to be in the bath. Yeah. It makes the bleakness of the the apparent bleakness of Twin Peaks sort of like. Yeah. But yeah, what if if you look at character arcs, maybe you just need to look at the character arcs a different way. Like you know that sad bit where Becky's chatting with um with Shelley and Bobby, right? And then Shelley runs off to be with Red. Mm-hmm. What if that, in a way, is a happy ending because Red's a dick, right? He's a drug dealer. But what if meeting Shelley makes him a better person? Because he runs away like a happy boy. Of course, he also runs away a little bit like the magician boy from Firewalk With Me when he's just dancing in the car park. And he would be about the right age. Mm -hmm. Well, he wouldn't, but like in TV terms. Yeah. (laughs) He wouldn't because three years later he made Lost Highway and Balthazar Getty was in that. was definitely in his 20s. But like, you know what I mean? How TV works. Because, you know, I don't... What's her name? Cheryl and Fenn. No. I always get uh, Cheryl Lee and Cheryl and Fenn, uh, Fenn's names mixed up. They shouldn't be so close. It definitely upsets me. Yeah. Cheryl and Fenn in, re- in the really real world is 52. All right. But she's not obviously playing 52. Because yeah. I believe she's 18 in Twin Peaks. So she's probably playing more like 43. So mm-hmm. if everyone's playing like 10 years younger. It's the most mind-blowing thing mm-hmm. is Nadine 
That yeah. episode when she goes to the doctors and they say that her and Big Ed are 36 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So, that was a fucking hard paper round for someone to tell you. Oh. That's when I realised that they were both meth addicts. <laughs> no. And maybe they're not far off that, but that's a, that is a hard fucking paper yeah, No, no, because no, he's like in his 70s now, so he was like, he's like 50, playing 36. 36. He definitely and, looked a lot better back then than he does now. Yeah. But so still. she's only like 62 or something like that. Mm. I'm so, so, you know, I'm being a bit mean, but it's about... I don't know. Maybe it's just because I look so, 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 so good for my age. I was a th- um, it was the thing that they've got a new front office manager mm-hmm. and a guy in reception oh you should, you should see her she's old she's old and I'm like when I meet this woman if she's roughly my age and sort of looks at and you've been calling her old mm. we're going to have problems mm. and it turns out she's 44 mm-hmm. so she's not that far away from me no you're 40 but then that not yet <laughs> after a couple of months a few months yet yeah, um, yeah I met her and I was kind of okay with them saying she's older because she does look a lot older than 44. Yeah. So I've definitely aged better than her. She can't say about a lot of people. No, but, you know, I, I think... Um, I was like, I, I, we are both fat. I'll just word it that way, right? And the reason we look young is because we, like, forced the wrinkles out. Yay. Right? But have you ever seen Good people who are about our age, right? Yeah. Who get told by the doctor, you're going to die if you don't lose weight. So they lose weight and then all of a sudden they look ancient. Yeah, that's gonna happen to us one day, because we have to lose weight or we're gonna die. That's why I don't go to the doctor. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, but we're gonna lose weight or we're gonna die. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I think we're gonna die. You could die of something. Might as well be fat. Yeah, I don't know. At least the food's it, good on the way. That's not strictly true. Look at you know. No, I can't deal with that. Yeah. I tend to eat only the most blandest food, but in the biggest quantities. Well, see, that's. I've actually, to be fair, like. Okay, but I'm trying to be on a diet and stuff, mm-hmm. um, and I'm actually I'm eating actually pretty well lately. But I'm still not losing the weight because I'm sitting on my arse. Mm-hmm. I can I just need to can the only can I shouldn't be just dusting the kettlebell occasionally. I should actually be picking the fucker up. You should get yourself one of them Fitbit HR things and then start your DDP yoga you've had that no. for like five years I used to do that a lot back when I when lost all the weight before yeah. I was doing that like every day and stuff as well well that might be a hint eh yeah. if it worked before <laughs> what was that and just can well see I've more there's something about this last night actually I've got I've more chance of doing exercise now mm-hmm. because it's in the dark mornings now back when I lost all the weight before I was going to run every morning but that's it was winter as well because I'm obviously very self-conscious. I don't want to see people seeing this fat guy running down the street. And it's dark in the mornings. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I also think, you know, obviously, can colder weather better for running because it's, you know. Well, it is. Yeah. It's, a, it's that theory that, um, obviously, if you uh, do nothing, if you have, like, an ice-cold shower, mm-hmm. right, you will burn calories because your body needs to, yeah. to... So if you run on a cold day, I mean, you'll probably die of pneumonia but I'm just saying because running naked is a terrible idea <laughs> I'm going to run naked <laughs> I'm just saying a, co- a cold shower running naked there's nothing wrong people people who sleep on top of their covers can lose weight mm. I mean not if your house is warm 
Yeah, I want to do that in summer when it is too hot. To sleep. Yeah, that doesn't count. But I'm sleeping during the day because when it is warm. Yeah, because you've been nights. Yeah. Stupid job. Why did I choose this career? Why do I think of it as a career? Why? <laughs> oh, but um, oh, edgy year. But yeah, what was the point? Yeah, so I am getting getting the trainers and everything because once I'm like put myself in the more of the shift that will finish at six as well because I can do that. Um, I live all second June. I can do that. Um, I would go around more because it's dark mornings and people won't see me. Why don't you fine. run home from work? I'm not insane. <laughs> About fucking, and I'll tell you that would buddy come. It's all right, running the dice, which everything's kind of level, yeah. But running up fucking Anderson Drive to or even up through Northfield up that bloody hill, every that fucking kill me. That, how good is that? You every night you drive to work, but you you make your mum go with you, right? And then she drives the car back, and you're stranded unless you get run home. She takes your wallet, she takes your money, oh, I know, I could, <laughs> she removes your identity. Could go home a houser, or that would. <laughs> uh, but then run through kind of a, a country road oh god I take me home it's, that was the worst thing they ever did was when they closed the house road I like driving up there and they closed it but often I had often thought about walking home just so I, like can walk past the police station and go home a house road just to see what it's like now uh-huh. but I also fear I'd be murdered House Road. It sounds like somewhere you'd be murdered. Isn't that what the noise that uh, John Lee Hooker makes in Boom Boom? <laughs> oh, the howl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I knew you knew that song because Blues Brothers. Um, I also had the, the his album Boogie Chillin', which that was on. So, you're such you're such an enigma. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that was back in the day when I. Occasionally pretended to like music. Oh. You've already just bought issue one of the blues collection. <laughs> well, yeah, that was that as well. <laughs> I had more than issue one, I had a heap of things. I was a lot of them. But no, but I, and I had that album earlier. But you know, <clears throat> the blues collection, if it only introduced me to one thing, it's uh, that Screaming Jay Hawkins song where uh, he keeps shaking himself. It's the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> I'm sure there's one. He just starts screaming about his arsehole. I'll take your word for it. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah. I can't think what it's called. <sighs> if I thought Jonathan was up, I would text him because him and his uh, mum used to sing all the time. Um, yeah. Screaming Jay. Um, yes. It was Robert Johnson was good as well. Well, yeah. Plus, you know, for your... <laughs> I'm just trying to think of the stuff that I've listened to. But from your point of view, you know, I mean, Robert Johnson, his entire career now fits onto a triple vinyl set. You know, I mean, there's like 36 songs or something. Yeah. So. Well, if you get it all right in 36, you don't need to do it wasn't. That wasn't really the point, was it? It's the horrible death. Of the... Um. Final words were eh, thirty six is pretty good, but oh, mm. what if I type in the words asshole? I'll type it American. <laughs> if I type in asshole screaming Jay Hawkins, <laughs> will that give me a title? 
Now, mm-hmm. I just noticed my phone, there was an, an alert, something from Facebook. Because um, today's obviously it's Formula One day and it's an early start. I think it's eight o'clock or something, the race starts. Uh-huh. Now, I don't know what's going on, <laughs> but on our sort of private F1 group, um, I just, someone just... Oh. But there's no context, just what are my eyes showing me? Big capital letters. So I, I, I like the fact that if you wonder why I squinted, I was only reading the little text at the bottom, right. not the big text at the top. So I don't know what's happened. Um, but hey, that's, there you go. Change it for shitting myself. <laughs> Shitty asshole. <laughs> I don't know if this is the one, but he's got a song called Shut Your Mouth and Shit When You Sneeze. <laughs> Sneeze in my mouth as you shit. What? <laughs> And shit when you sneeze. <laughs> oh. Was there a bit there when it went to the kind of instrumental part there? Yeah. Um, it just made me think the of lap steel. <laughs> for some reason, it made me think of the end of Lost Boys. And you know, if, like when you know, Grandpa shuts, if, when Grandpa shuts the fridge, if that had just started playing, it would have been a completely different movie. <laughs> I was like, what, Grandpa? What? I really want to watch Lost Boys now. Oh. That feels like a. I'm sick and on the couch, maybe. Yeah, totally. Oh, Any time's a good time to watch Lost Boys. I don't know, it's been a few years for me. Uh, Christmas. Always a bit of Christmas. 
Oh. Forced that guy to watch it because he liked vampire movies. But any film before like 1990 shit. And I was like, watch fucking Lost Boys. No watching this. I'm like, you like vampire movies, watch fucking Lost Boys. Forced him to sit there and he kind of sulked through it. And then at the end he was like, yeah, that was really good. I'm like, I fucking told you. Why would I lie to you about Lost Boys? I lie about a lot of things. I will never lie about Lost Boys. Say a lie to the night, Lost Boys. Hmm. Lost in the <laughs> night shadow. Well, <laughs> night lost on the night porter. <laughs> Smoke on night porter. Oh. Now it's only well, night porter based on. Uh, it can end with that uh, Charlotte Gainsbourg. No, 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 what's her name? Charlotte Rampling. Uh, it's it's a huh? Night Portal reference. I mention oh. the Night Portal film all the time because that, that that was my back in the day. That was my dream to hear someone say that. Why do, why do you want to be a Night Porter? Because I really liked the film The Night Porter. Please leave. I'm scared for myself. I've never seen it. Oh, you know it's a a dude relatively high up in the the, the Nazi regime mm-hmm. is uh, uh, running a concentration camp. It's already starting out well, right? Yep. He uh, might not fall in love with, but he definitely has a lot of sex with uh, a, a Jewish woman. Um, and then it cuts to years later, and he is a night porter in a hotel. Because shit don't work out for you, son, mm. when you're a Nazi. <laughs> when you're a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and no. she's like, well to do, staying in the hotel. No. I don't really... I, honestly, I watched it so long ago, I was definitely too young to watch that film when I saw that film. Spoilers, my child brain tells me it ends with him being shot on a bridge. <laughs> and something to do with jam on toast that is horribly sexual. Oh, shit. I was supposed to stop at Tesco and buy jam. Oh. I can give you jam. That's good. Oh, the worst! Oh, I think the, I don't know if you saw my picture, but the worst peanut butter thing ever. I haven't been on Twitter no. well, since I'll, I woke. Oh, I won't go to Twitter. No, this was days back. Um, um, let's see if it's well, just I, in I, my. I saw, well, if you go into Twitter and into recent tweets, no, I, no, no that's tweet bot. That's what right. I usually know. It's nature's energy meridian peanut butter with pumpkin, sunflower, and black sesame seeds. Now, I didn't buy it. It was bought for me. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's the description. <laughs> look, at, look at that. Yeah, but that's uh, that's one of them healthy peanut butters where they I don't know. add colouring in or anything. But it... it that's what I it mean, looks like. wrong. I ate it. It was kind of fine, but it's just... Again, the first bite is with the eye. The first bite th- is the deepest. And my eyes threw up. Well, you know what you, I used to do, right? When I was... Shockingly, this doesn't sound like it happened when I was thinner, but it did. When I used to start the day with a protein shake, mm-hmm. I used to have, I think that peanut butter, but you could get it in like a, like a two kilo white tub. I was going to say a tube. Right? Oh, I, it should be a tube of peanut butter. That makes sense. What, so you brush your teeth with no, it? No, you just, well, you could, um, the abrasive thing would probably be quite good. Um, you just squeeze it along your bread and then spread it out. No, that's fucking ridiculous. You release your own tube of tea, it's peanut butter. Become a millionaire while I mock you. I'm trying to think of a name for it. Uh, no, no. Tube, it's peanut. Peanut tube. No, wouldn't it be really butt tube? Peanut butt tube. 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 Peanut 
Pinapatub. Oh. You definitely sell it to babies who can't talk well. You want some pinapatub for tea? Ah, oh, pinapatub. <laughs> just squeeze it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just, like a, like a like, froob. No, you get like, like a heart attack inducing froob. Weird little kind of sports drink things that you can know, little looks at sport there and the little squeezy things. But it's just uh, peanut butter. I'm sticking with froobs because they're already a food. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's good, good energy and stuff for when you're running mm. Mm, a nice mouthful of peanut butter as you're mm. running a marathon. But no, when I used to put together my uh, <gasps> a protein shake in the morning, I used to put a scoop of peanut butter in it and then blend it. All right, yeah. It's the best. I just thought of something. What if peanut you Peanut butter milkshake? Yeah, I just no, told you, you know, about the You know how you can, like, you get... Uh, toothpaste that comes out in little stripes, right? Uh-huh. So imagine you've got a tube, right, uh-huh. of peanut butter and jam. Okay. And then you squeeze it and it comes out in little stripes. Okay, that's obviously, it's not possible because you know how Aquafresh works. It's all in the neck. Yeah. You can't have, you can't have jam in the neck. Okay, well. No, you, you, you said, yes, I know how it works, but you well, obviously no, okay, don't. No, but it's, <laughs> I'm sure you can. I'm not saying it's going to be runny. It's going to be the same consistency as the. I'm sorry for that cough, everyone. By the way, that was very high pitched. My ears are only bleeding a little. Mm. Um, it's good to do that every now and again. Yeah, it's like like that's why you use leeches. Yep. I mean, not you. That's why people still use leeches. Plastic surgeons still use leeches. Yeah. You know that? Yeah. Because. Clears it up and it clots it up because of the enzyme they put back in. Yeah. So. I'm sure the medical leech is called something amazing. But did we talk about that on this? I fell down a yeah. rabbit hole and came across that. Mm. So I'm sure I'm be- maybe that was maybe I'm doing accidental spoilers for the future of D and D when I was writing that story. But I'm sure the medical leech is called like literally like leechius medicus. <laughs> it's like there's no way a doctor came up with this name. <laughs> So Twin Peaks, anyway. Twin Peaks. Yeah. It's a real head scratcher of a show. If the more I think about it, the the better it gets. Yeah. If he was to hand over to someone and they did a season four. Yeah. Depends who he hands over to, right? You really want him to hand over, and I, I'm sure people would disagree with me, but you want to hand over to someone who loves Twin Pigs, who is a great writer, and so the only person that comes to mind is Damon Lindelof, All right. who wrote Lost back in the day, mm. and the critically acclaimed The Leftovers that just ended on HBO. All right, yeah. Um, but he also appeared on uh, one of the Twin Peaks podcasts like three times, going, what the fuck, guys? Like, he's so into it. <laughs> nice. You know? So you really need to pass on to someone like that, I think, as a showrunner. And maybe you keep on Dwayne Duggan. He was the director of episode... He didn't direct the pilot... So I think episode one is what it's called. You know what I mean? Because it's like pilot one, two, three. So like episode three is actually episode two, just to confuse you forever as well. I'm sure he uh, directed episode two, but he's also the editor of 
a lot of it. And he direct edited every episode of season three. Right. If you're wondering why it took so long. Because so, one poor man going, what is this? <laughs> Sat in a room with David Lynch for, uh, uh, I'm, I'm guessing, 18 months to two years. Yeah. I'm trying to, well, it's 2017 now. Yeah. I'm sure, absolutely 100% sure, they were shooting in like summer, autumn 2015. Yeah, I mean, so I'm sure they started editing in like January of 2016. It's like 18 months. Yeah. <laughs> a month an episode. I'm going to apologize for the stum- noises my stomach are making. They're more, beautiful. I can, I can hear it all. Yeah. That's weird. You can hear everything. It's like a, yeah. you're like a real aural uh, Patrick Stewart. It's too late. I've heard everything. Yeah. Billy's going mental. I'm the one who's sick, but yeah. luckily I haven't eaten anything, so my belly can't grumble. Yeah. Also, you should have seen the poop. Oh, there was so yeah. much poop before you got here. I was like, oh, my belly feels funny. Well, yeah. I know why now. So that's the truth. I've already mentioned Schrodinger's Laura Palmer in the past. I like that oh, yeah. concept. You know, unless, obviously, because she says she's not Laura Palmer, then she says she is Laura Palmer. But is she also Carrie Page? Who knows? You know, because like, it's the way she denies, but she, I'm not Laura Palmer. And then since two is I am. But then there could be a time. It's like, you know when Richard and Linda, no, let's not call them that, no. when Cooper and Diane yeah. uh, go to that crummy motel yeah. and have sexy sex that is not sexy. No. Um, it's very, um, it's very that guy. It's very Jim Parsons. Hmm. James Parsons. That dude. What's his face? I'm reading Strange Angel at the minute. Um, John Parsons. The guy who the guy who loves sex magic. I'll take your word for it. You do know who he is. He hung out with uh, L. Ron Hubbard. It was all in that uh, last podcast on the left. Okay. Yeah. And this is where they got a lot of their stuff from. There's also the dollop about him as well. Mm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They'll. Sanctifying the square or something, or which is just having a wank on a bit of cloth. That <laughs> was pretty much, but it, it was special cloth. Uh, a special wank as well, yeah. by sounds of it. There you go. But um, yeah, it, you know, it feels really, yeah, um, yeah. Parsonsy in like a sex magicy. No one's having a good time way, but that's not yeah. the point. The point is when he leaves, he obviously leaves a different hotel. Yeah, because it's yeah. It was two stories. Yeah, and he goes into a different car. Yeah, because he gets into the same car that Mister C had. Yeah, because it was a, the black. Kind yeah, of more like a. I think it'd be called a Lincoln. Yeah, because it was kind of an old-fashioned car they started out in. Mm-hmm. Look, not fifties looking, but definitely older. Yeah, and then yeah, he's into the whole more FBI looking. Yeah, thing you'd expect. But that doesn't mean that's the day after. You know what I mean? Yeah. There could easily be a time jump there. There could just be, and months later, he wakes yeah. up alone in a different hotel room. Yeah. You know what I mean? He could have been there years. That's another reason to say what year is it. He has been r- driving aimlessly around. Yeah. I think he doesn't seem to notice any of the differences that we just saw. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Well, I think one of the weird things is in that episode is um, one of the things that Dale Cooper always was was perceptive. Mm-hmm. You know, he 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 looked into dreams. He looked into throwing stones at pieces of glass. Yeah. You know, he he tried to you know absorb the information around him. Right. Mm. This guy doesn't even like take anything into account. He doesn't notice anything. He's spinning around like a madman with a gun. He doesn't know when he might be being followed, though he's not being followed. Yeah. You know, he's not paying attention. He's got one thing on his mind. But like I said before, I think I said that in these notes, but I don't know if I've said it out loud. But I mean, when Cooper was Dougie, he did more good doing nothing than he ever did when he had thought about having a purpose. Yeah. When you just let things come to him, everyone ended up for the better. The bad guys became good guys. They're weird. Yeah. Sex slaves uh, seemed to actually <laughs> like them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> his wife wasn't a bitch. And that's really confusing, but I don't no. really quite know what her character was or became. No. <laughs> Oh, here's something that I it was only pointed out to me yesterday, therefore, and I can't find out if it's true or not. You know when uh, Janie E goes to give the guy who always plays Charles Manson money, Jeremy Davis, yeah. that's his name, right? And next to him is another guy, and you go, that guy's in a load of stuff too, and he never even speaks, I don't think, mm-hmm. right? That guy... He the guy who's dead on Carrie Page's couch. Because mm. they look very similar. Yeah. Someone pointed that out. I think it was on Reddit. And I was like, oh, my mind's blown again. And I don't have time to check. But this picture you've taken next to this picture of yeah. him. Like yeah. But saying that, you know, Bruce Willis is going to kill him as well in the Death Proof remake. So, you know, what does that prove? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got that wrong. He's not going to kill him. Jack is. That's still the worst joke I've ever heard. Don't shoot a Jack out from a car and, and say a one line of Bruce Willis. You're a hundred years old and we all know you're a dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I assume that play he did of Misery went terribly. I don't know. Because okay. Laurie Metcalf's in it and everyone loves Laurie Metcalf. That's her name, right? Yeah. Roseanne's sister, who wins all the awards on Broadway all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Roseanne's sister. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Spoilers, the killer from Scream 2. <laughs> yeah. oh, save, me. save me watching that. Ah, uh, you know, I like to get them all out, you know. Who was the killer in Scream 3? Nobody. Nobody that matters, I'll put it that way. Yeah. The killer in Scream 4. That's gold. It's worth watching Scream 4 just for the who the killer is. is I can't tell you who the killer is now. Yeah. That's why the only reason to watch it. You say that enough. Well, I'm going to ruin it with the people at home. Exactly. It's yeah. proper good. I mean, the twist is good. The rest of it was trash, but the actual <laughs> twist is like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, so... You should watch that one for fun. Maybe watch the first one again. You really don't have to watch the trilogy. Cool. But the first one's good, right? So I reckon you could get through both of them in under three hours. 
well, I could throw my microphone to the ground now. Mm-hmm. We could say, yeah, they're fine. And <laughs> you could be home by 10. You could be in bed by one, like always. And you'll have watched them both. Ah, uh, yes, definitely. Oh, you know what I watched last night while uh, in bed? Yeah. Comatose of sorts. Inhumans. All right. I forgot that was... Well, you must have... How did you find that one? What are you suggesting? No, I'm just saying. I watched it on normal television. Oh, is it on normal TV? No. Okay. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> well, then I am suggesting that. Yeah. What's it on? Is it... Uh, it's on ABC, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. All oh, right, okay. And? <sighs> I thought less of it than I thought of Star Trek Discovery, and I didn't think of much of that. Oh, see, I did like that. I did like it. Did you like the subtitles or the fact that none of those plots seem to mean anything? That's, that's fine. I know I'm just... I think I'm just happy to be watching a, something Star Trek again. Yeah, when did you ask? Did you watch all of Enterprise? Well, no, I didn't like Enterprise. To be fair. <laughs> um, but hey, if I'm flicking through channels well, when I had Sky mm. and I came across like oh, Sky 1 and Next Generation or something was on, I, I stopped them because. Well, no, I mean, I've yeah. said for a very long time that I would buy that. It gets more bargain price every week because you don't need it, but that bargain price Blu ray box set. Saying that, they're all on Netflix. I mean, we've watched yeah. them. Or some of them. Probably, yeah. Probably more tempted to watch more Voyager than Deep Space Nine, but they're still both good. Um, Deep Space Nine, I enjoyed, but let's face facts, I like it when it's on a ship. Yeah, <laughs> I like it when it's going someplace, and I know that Deep Space Nine did that thing that I suppose Discovery's doing, which is that they had story arcs, mm. and they didn't really bother on Voyager. I mean, we've all about the time they're trying to get home. That's not a story arc. No. That just gets you going. That's the engine, as they call it. You know, that keeps it running forever. Yeah. You can stop the engine when you want. <laughs> uh, but now also, I'll, can, I'll be watching more Discovery seeing how it goes but uh, no, but like it's it. just the way that at the end right it ends and it says this season on Star Trek Discovery and you realise that you've I mean you've not even watched the pilot it's mind blowing you're like let me get this straight I just sat through two hours of this shit and very little <laughs> happened no. and yes you've introduced me to a character that I kind of like but all the other characters I like are dead she's quirky she's a woman named Michael is that a Vulcan thing? That's, what, that's all I can think all the way through. Did they call her Mul- Michael because they're Vulcan? And they were like, yeah, it's a human name. Seems logical to call her that. That's, that's, I'm just I'm so confused by the whole thing. Know. It's fine. But, um, you know, it was nice to see Michelle Yeoh in something. But then saying that, she's also in Guardians of the Galaxy. So, yeah. I mean, the end credits. But <laughs> it counts. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll tell you what I rewatched the other day as well because I... I, uh, I, I, I bought it on. I was gonna say because you wanted to carry yeah. on. Um, I it was Wonder Woman. Okay. It was, yeah, it's it, can I really liked it when I saw it in cinema, and I was like, is it good? No, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's 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 sort of like in DC's equivalent to like the first sort of Captain America, and uh, yeah, it's can it's remarkably good considering how sort of low standards I have for DC. Even if I had high standards for them, yeah, Wonder Woman still cut it because it's, it's a fucking good movie. I've said it before, I'll say it again. I have very high standards for DC on television. 
mm. and very low in the cinema. And it's vice versa, really, for Marvel. Because mm. what do Marvel do on TV? They do Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 4 was good. They haven't let anything else go to series, have they? Mm. Oh, those, you could say Netflix, <coughs> but does Netflix count? Kind uh, of. Uh, I'm torn on that one if it counts. Uh, Saying a, that, is, is only, that only, you know, season one of Daredevil's good. Season mm. one of Jessica Jones is good. After that, it's all kind of downhill. Even uh, Defenders wasn't that bad. Good. All right. I just didn't bother at all with Aaron first. Just, yeah. Um, I'll give Punisher a watch. There is an episode, yeah. just in case you don't know this, there is an episode of Iron Fist directed by the RZA Mm-hmm. where he basically has to go through the seven chambers as in the film which is what they based the Karate Kid on very loosely mm-hmm. very very loosely but it also features um, uh, Claire Temple becoming of sorts what is that character called? White Tiger? she's got like she's got like ninja claws right. and she's like scratching the fuck out of people it's real cool mm-hmm. it's all fight scenes well, that's more interesting than yeah. yeah. The only problem is, you know, on Daredevil, it didn't matter when a stunt double came out because he had a stocking on his head. It matters when a weird skinny white boy becomes a slightly more muscular white boy. Because <laughs> yeah. the other two don't even matter. I mean, that's not uh, an insult. Luke Cage doesn't do stunts because if someone shoots him he, just he stands there if someone punches him he doesn't feel it and then I think oh no in that hallway fight you do see a blatant Jessica Jones stunt double for a minute but it's all because her hair is long you can cover her face yeah. so you don't mind as much <laughs> no one's going to beat that hallway fight from season one of Daredevil though right no. I mean, it's amazeballs. The way they did it in one shot, but at the same point, you've got the stunt double walking off camera and then Charlie, what's his name, walking back in yeah. so he can act to then walk off camera to then be the stunt <laughs> double again. It puts... Uh, um, what's that... What's that awful Clint Eastwood movie? Um, You're going to have to narrow it down. Um, Bloodwork? One of the later 90s, early 2000s ones. Clint Eastwood is chasing a man. Mm-hmm. He goes to the end of the, the flat he's in. He looks out the window. He sees he's jumped into a skip. He jumps into the skip after him and then jumps out and runs along. Okay, cool. What you actually see is a stunt double jump into a skip. Clint Eastwood jump up from behind the skip and then run along. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Some of the worst stunt work I've ever seen in my life. Oh, beautiful. <clears throat> so Twin Peaks. Oh yeah, well, I suppose we should probably actually do what we're, you know, uh, actually mention the album a little bit. Uh, oh, we've done, we've done that. Um, let me just quickly just... Because um, I, I do have one problem with this album, which is on the third side of vinyl. Oh, you have to narrow it then, because I don't know what side of vinyl I know, dickhead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mention it. Right. Um, on the third side of vinyl 
It starts with no stars, which is great, right? That's the one where, uh, what's her name? Oh, yeah. Rebecca De Rio comes oh. back from uh, my home drive. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but then it's Viva Las Vegas. Yeah. And not even good Viva Las Vegas. That really shitty one. And I'm not, to this day, I'm not quite sure what that is about. Mm. I don't know, it's weird. Oh, going back one sec, because every time he does something like that, I assume it's, there's not deeper meaning, but it's like, you'll hate this, and I want you to. And I suppose the payoff is amazing, when he's in the desert with Mm -hmm. Ducky in the cherry pie. Yeah. But um, I forgot, about an hour ago, I was talking about the congressman's dilemma. Mm Mm-hmm. What if that's a fuck you to the... Not a fuck you to the audience, right? But they're like, here's all the clues, work it out, right? He's basically done a miniature version of what Twin Peaks is. Mm -hmm. This is what matters. Work it out. Now, imagine getting given the clues to a cryptic crossword. Yeah. But you don't have the crossword or any idea how many... How long the words are or how many words are in it. You've just... So you go, you know, something you put on your head. The end. And you go, well, hat is 100% right. But you could say, you know, cap is 100% right. And someone else could say, bowler. And they're 100% right. And it's really as vague. You know what I mean? It's sort of as vague. You put your clues together and you'll just make it be whatever you want. So, you know, the congressman's dilemma... The answer is the Polish accountant, if you really want it to be. <laughs> yeah. The little bald baby in the Navy suit, that was him training as a child. <laughs> I don't know why he has to be a Polish accountant, bloody racist. Mm. He's not even played by a Polish person. Because he's played by the guy from Once Upon a Time who plays the doctor who puts Alice... From Alice in Wonderland so in the crazy just, house. Does it just say Polish accountant in the yeah, his, credits? Yeah, that is his credit. Polish yeah. accountant. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, after Viva Las Vegas plays on the mm-hmm. third side, right? Just You plays. Yeah. Right? And it's not a bad song, but it is It is hated. And there is a re- there, there, it's, it's, you know, you can't yeah, say it's not appropriate hate. Yeah, it's fair enough. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a fan. Um, and yeah, everyone loves this song. It's great. But it then ends with Green Onions by yeah. Booker T and the MGs. Yeah. But I don't know. I think I, I can say I definitely have an album with that on it. Like I definitely own a, a Booker T and the MGs record somewhere. Because mm. I love Bootleg. Is it called Bootleg? Bootfoot. I'm going to stick with Bootleg, two separate words. Yeah. Hold on, let me just, let me type bootleg, two separate words in here. I guarantee it's not going to come up first, that thing. That would be insane. Ooh, no, nothing's helpful for me today. Uh, oh no, I do have it. There's a hyphen in it, Gareth. Mm-hmm. 
We keep it rocking. We keep it rocking. Facebook follow up. What is going on in this race? Maybe his wife is blowing him at the same time. I mean, it would make sense from a story's perspective. Or his husband. I mean, I don't know who he is. I don't know who he is either. He's just part of the group. Or he's put peanut butter on his balls and his dog's licking it off. I don't know. I don't know why he needs to tell me about it. No, I don't know why. I need to share it with you. <laughs> because he's telling me. I don't know. It's fucked. Bloody people. Ugh. Um. Oh, I think also now I glance at it. Um, I'm trying to figure out where the break comes. That's the first track, isn't it, on side four? So yeah, also after Greed Onions, I'm sure. I might have this a little wrong, but it then plays Sharp Dressed Man by ZZ Top. Yeah. And Wild West might all be on the same side. And you're like, why are you using this side to just dump all this? It's so weird. <laughs> I, 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 Wild West, by the way, I've listened to that song a lot. And I know she's not very good at lip syncing. Mm-hmm. But that's not a talent we all have. No. Definitely not me. Um, and it is a fucking great song. I understand why David Lynch loves it. Yeah, but that was, I mean, that really stood out on that episode where she, it was just just out is this meant to be out is if they really out? wanted to play with it they could have done they yeah. just chose not to oh okay. they made her look a fool yeah <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it was a, actually secretly a uh, call back to Mulholland Drive if you remember because Rebecca yeah. R- R- Del Rio's in it obviously singing uh yeah, she's in crying in Spanish, right? Right, uh, yeah. And then she falls over and she's still singing because she's been miming the whole time. Mm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> let's say that. It makes her look less like an asshole. But, you know, that's why Spinal Tap are great. Because they yeah. refu- that was one of the things, right? They, they, if the fingering is wrong, or even the drummer is not playing the beat that they're supposed to be playing, they wouldn't use that cut. And you go, look at that! It's supposed to be a comedy, guys. Go nuts! <sighs> oh, did you hear they got thrown out of court because they were after rights uh, yeah. for money? Yeah. Because the Harry Shearer a long time ago started a court claim against Polygram Records or. Whoever actually released the album. Mm-hmm. Because they claimed in the 1990s to have made $98. Right. Is it you or me? That was me. Apologies. That's sickness. I was having a rumble at the same time and I'm like, am I making that noise? I don't feel like I'm making that noise, but I feel like something's happening. Um, oh. Yeah, $98 for a decade. All right. Like, if you're going to lie, at least try something real. <laughs> and so he was looking for... Um, I assume to split mm. with the other $125 million. Jesus. That seems like it's gone the other way, Harry Shearer, to be honest. I mean, mm. I love Spinal Tap, and I don't own the album, and I know how many times I've bought it. None. All right. Well, I, I have. 
do you do you, do you have is it a Spinal Tap soundtrack or is it is it like a Smell the Glove kind of officially was a CD just no but is it like this is spi- like the wind or oh yeah but that's not the that's no. not the uh, the the oh. film soundtrack is it is it I don't think so because uh, they released a few albums afterwards oh, did they? I didn't realize that okay well then yeah there's half a dozen Spinal Tap albums no I didn't know that because there's the one with Bitch School on it we no, t- Bitch School's on. Break like the wind. Yeah, but it's not in the film. So that's what oh. I'm talking about. Oh, okay. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Okay. You know, a film that, uh, a song that is actually about dog training. Yeah. But worded like it's not. Dig that in. Wasn't that ages? Yeah. It sounds, it sounds really dumb, but the guitar solo in the, to that song. Really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, considering he's a lord and everything. Yeah. Um. Um. Oh. Yeah, and that live version of uh, Otis Redding is still amazing. Until you take into account that if my lucid dream concept is close to being correct then mm-hmm. could all be bollocks or brainwashing brainwashing surely worse forcing Norma to love you yeah oh god <laughs> I never even thought of it like that <laughs> I'm going to have to go and watch more Neo Yokio just to feel better the reference lost on me it's on uh, Netflix right now haven't you I seen it I know what it is imagine if Imagine if. Well, let's not even go with imagine. Um, <laughs> Ezra Koenig, the lead singer and guitarist of Vampire Weekend, mm-hmm. created a cartoon. Okay. Um, he also has a lot of celebrity friends, I assume, because there is some weird cast people, right? It's animated mm-hmm. like it is anime. Right. The lead character is voiced by Jaden Smith. Mm, okay. The first episode revolves uh, has a plot that revolves around a large Toblerone. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense so far. Um, the character talks a lot like Jaden Smith, which I like a lot. So we go... They'll be in a huddle and they'll be like, as you know, guys, I've been depressed lately. (laughs) But uh, other characters are voiced by Jude Law, Jason Schwartzman. It's a real, like, sort of like a Wes Anderson grab bag. Start with G's. Um, No, they're the only ones I could think of off the top of my head. Let me look it up quickly. This is where I find out I've also got the name of the show wrong. I'm sure I'm right, though. Um, there are six episodes at the minute uh, Jaden Smith Jude Law Susan Sarandon um, uh, Oh, Richard Aoade Aoade right. Alexa Chung who I thought had died in an accident she used to host E4 with Simon M still back in the day. <laughs> okay. 
You know, I think she used to be, uh, she used to hang out with that dude from, uh, 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 she used to hang out with that dude from Mm. the Arctic Monkeys. She's British anyway, but she ran off to America. All right. I'm sure she does fashion as well. Oh, I forgot someone who might be quite big to uh, you. Steve Buscemi. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) I'm aware of his work. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Fry. Yeah, I've heard of him. Frank Vincent. He's in The Sopranos, if you see his oh. face. He's one of those people. And guess what? Ray Wise is in it. Leland Palmer. Oh, okay. Who was I thinking of then? You said Ray Wise, and I instantly went... Oh, Magnus Magnuson. You're saying Ray Wise, I'm thinking old you know, Cockney wanker. Who am I thinking of then? Ray somebody. Ray... Winston. Oh, that's probably who I'm thinking. That's who I got Wait, the image of. Do you imagine him angrily calling an old woman a cunt? If so, that's Ray Winston. No. I don't think he's ever done it in a film. As far as how he talked to his mum. Yeah, he just yeah. shall never up. His pet name for his mum. When he used to beat people to death with uh, snooker balls and a sock. What film? A oh, scum. That's what that was back in the day. Oh, you stretch your sock out. That really was back in the day. It was before I was born. So the second album, right? <laughs> oh God, Jesus Christ! Oh, now the second album is uh, um, uh, that's a real listen once, yeah, kind of One jam. Done. Because oh. all the best tracks on it, um, I have heard uh, uh, on other Twin Peaks bits and bobs. Uh. Apart from, I'm lying about. Is it called Heartbreaking? There's a beautiful. There is a beautiful. There is a couple of bit of beautiful bits of music in it, but I'm not spending thirty quid on it. Jesus Christ! What do you take me for, a fool? I mean, I am, but there it is. Yeah, it's called heartbreaking, and it's lovely. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have to apologise. I, I think it's next week we're doing Kamasi Washington again. Is it? Oh. Yeah. Maybe or maybe the week after. I can't um, It's let's... soon. Anyway, I told you, I told you with faith that it was uh-huh. 18 minutes long. <laughs> okay. Go and drop the vault. Tell me him. Uh, 33 minutes long. Oh, what's still... What's... No, but like, it's supposed to be a single. It's just one continuous note. No, but uh, he released a, a song a while back called... Truth. Uh, anyway, the last song um, wasn't on the EP I had, so it's eighteen minutes for the first five tracks, and then the last track is uh, fifteen minutes, and it ties them all together. Mm. And you'll love it. Because well, it could be a difficult week for me because we've got um, Kamisi Washington, mm. but also um, in Rainbows. Oh, is that this week as well? Yeah. I don't even need to listen to that. <laughs> um, now, here's... Oh, I will get a bit of a bumper record mm-hmm. come end of the month. Because, see, um, let's, let's get my calendar open here. Schedule. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh-huh. oh, Jesus, that was like... <laughs> it's because I'm right next to you. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> You're going to kill me. Right. October. No, wait. What? 2016. No, okay. Here we go. Sorry. Right. Time travel. Go. Oh, okay. So, well, it's the 24th. I'm flying down to London. It's a Monday. You're going down on the 24th? Yes. Okay. So, I've put in holidays. So I think I am off from the 21st. Mm-hmm. Which means... I've got a Sunday. Well, or I don't know what you'll be working on, but the 23rd, I'll be off then. So I'm off 21st, 22nd, 23rd. Okay. So yeah, so we can get a whole bumper record and can other stuff and just hang out. Sweet. Um, there is one thing. What dates did you just say that was? 21st, 22nd, 23rd. One of those days, I'm adamant, I'm... I'm 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 not about, unfortunately. Motherfucker. Well, no, I literally planned well, it yesterday. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Oh, I lied to you. It's the fifteenth of October. I'm busy, so hey. So, yeah. It's different. You got me by the cajulies. Oh no! I'm look. I'm no. Wait a minute! I'm looking at the wrong. Wrong year. Yes, apparently. Apparently so. It's fucking stupid. Okay, this makes more sense. Well, even um, yeah, because yeah, the twentieth. I am sure I'm off the twentieth because I know there's a function. And I thought, oh, I don't want to work that function, so I give myself off. Okay. Um, that's that's a fair So yes, the twenty first. Yes, it's twenty third. I fly out. Uh mm-hmm. And twenty fourth, twenty fifth, twenty sixth. I am. At the course, and I keep being told, oh, now they always go for a big good meal and night out on the last night of the course. Yeah, well, the last night of the course is the 26th. Uh, my flight's quarter past six. <laughs> so the course finishes at half past four, and I'm mm-hmm. like, grab my bag and go at the airport. Mm-hmm. And they'll, again, but Bob's like, I was meeting about my lady. Oh, but yeah, but they always go, for, they make a big fuss about them when they go for a big night out and a meal. I'm like, oh, well, they can without me. Because uh, why would I want to hang out with these people? You haven't met me yet, to be frank. I don't need to. It's fine. You're going to meet your, the love of your life on this course and you're going to throw them away. Yep. So Sorry. that you can have peanuts on a plane. Well, yeah. Pretzels. <laughs> motherfucking sick of these motherfucking peanuts on the motherfucking plane. Yeah. Or some shit. I've never watched Snake Snapling. Uh, I thought you loved it because it's Chris Pratt's best work. I, I didn't even know that. I bought it with the intention of watching it and it. I, yeah, I've never have. True story. I saw it in the cinema whenever that was, 15 years ago. Yeah. It's perfectly enjoyable for what it is. It's a movie where it snakes on a plane. Yeah. I think uh, I think uh, Keenan's in it. From The Thistle? No, his name's Kenan. Kenan. Oh, that was close. Keenan oh, from Keenan and Cal, Kenan. obviously. Oh, that's me. Good for him. Oh, he's doing fine on Saturday Night Live. Well, he's gonna never going to leave. Uh, never getting into the big part yeah. but if they ever need someone to be that dude of a family fortune family feud then it's him pretty much or typecast or Bill Cosby yeah it's kind of what sealed them that one <laughs> unless hey we're going to do a very special kind of rapist episode of Saturday Night Live yeah oh. chocolate pudding or something Jello pudding Pudding pops. Pudding pop. Pudding pop in arenas. 
Ew. Where else would you put it? In your mouth. So wobbly, it's weird. You wouldn't put it into like a human being's orify. I wouldn't even put it into like a nose or an ear. You just like imagining. <laughs> They're not going to enjoy it. They're not meant to enjoy it. You're doing it to punish them. I have to cut all this out. <laughs> Stop it. Why? Because well, it's, it's a dick move. It's my best bit. It's not. No, it's the it worst bit. Makes, it makes his dick move. Oh no, this is all getting cut out. Stop <laughs> oh, come on, let's go. You're giving me work. I don't keep things in where either of us sound like dicks. See, I just quickly turned on Twitter there and mm. see all that stuff I was talking. There's just GIF on top, which is pretty much the person in the GIF has, seems to be listening to me talking mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And it's just it going. <laughs> so it's even this random GIF is telling me, no, stop it. I'm like, okay. Thanks very much, cat. <laughs> Ugh. I guess what I found yesterday. What? This is not. This is not spoilers. It just might be a very bad uh, thing. I found the new Kamasi Washington EP for eight pounds on vinyl. That's that seems good. Then. That's Ferris bargain. I own it. Yeah. <laughs> Never a good sign when you own something. I'm also going to hate this. I mean, we can do a taste of it now if you want. No, no, it's fine. Oh, uh, I suppose final <laughs> thoughts, because I never really oh. thought about final thoughts. Final thoughts, right? Yeah, we talked about Twin Peaks very badly. Sorry. Oh, I ap- we're supposed to apologize at the beginning. I'm full of cold and flu. Don't care. If you don't care, I don't care. You don't care, I don't care. Good. Right, oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Twin Peaks, the various artists part, yeah. is really good. It's three quarters of fantastic record. Yes. Like, yeah, snip off like yeah. sharp dressed man, and like, yeah, yeah. yeah, we just don't need them. You know, yeah. what I mean, they're 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 classics for a reason, but it yeah. it really messes with the flow. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there's a couple of new Angelo Bandolabetti tracks on the thing, which I see are nearly all available on Apple Music now, all almost all. Yeah. Um. So you know, apart from. Uh, Threnody, and that weird version of American Woman that David yeah. literally mixed. I was like, why would you mi- miss that out? I mean, that's one of the most confusing things I've ever heard. Because if you hear the original, mm-hmm. I made a copy of it on Audacity. You take his version mm-hmm. and you speed it up on Audacity 200% so you get it to play twice as fast. Yeah. And you realise that it's not even the song I thought it was. I thought it was American Woman. Mm-hmm. As in, American Woman! Yeah. It's not that. It's a song called American Woman. It's a solid but, album in there. Yeah. Um, if you have streaming services, you'll have some wonderful things to work with. Yeah. But yeah, to buy both of them on vinyl at this minute in time is 60 quid. And that is fucking obscene. That's excessive. Yeah. Uh, So, like I say, Rhino recently reissued... Death Waltz, over the last couple of years, reissued the the Twin Peaks soundtrack and the Fire Walk With Me soundtrack. And they look beautiful, and they sound terrible. mm -hmm. And I hate to say it, because it's a company I used to like. 
until I moaned about them and then they moaned at me on Twitter so I just unfollowed them. Mm-hmm. Unfollowed Transmission, which is their record company they're so proud of in mm-hmm. Margate, where I used to buy things from. Because, uh, yeah, they're shit at posting stuff and they charge too much money for postage. Eight fifty, mm-hmm. but you fuck yourself. Oh. So, um, yeah, Rhino re-released everything with the original packaging. Right. And so, uh, get that. By basically, buy the Twin Peaks soundtrack from 1990 and buy the Fire Walk Me soundtrack from 1992, you're going to be sorted. Though this Bang Bang Club one's pretty good. Yeah. Mm. I wonder if there's a secret to when you see the Bang Bang Club logo in water. Suggesting it's like a, another place. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah Cause, timely. Because sometimes you see it in water and sometimes you just see the sign. Yeah. And there's that one place you see the Bang Bang logo and it's not the Bang Bang logo. When he goes to meet Diane. It's got the same sort of movement. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not. That was like Max Von's bar or something. Oh, yeah. But it looks like... Who knows? We're going to talk no. about Twin Peaks forever, but not on this podcast ever again. It's a lie, because once the final dossier comes out and we've read it, we'll definitely do another episode. Apart from that, apart from that one, this is the penultimate episode of, of me wasting my life talking about Twin Peaks. Yeah. Once a year. Well, <laughs> well I, I, you know, I, I, I don't know if the people out there know that I watch Twin Peaks every day. Um, but Twin Peaks, excluding season three, actually works as a very good loop. Mm-hmm. If in a meta way, because you watch the pilot and you watch through to episode 30 and then you watch Fire Walk With Me, but Fire Walk With Me came after that, but it's also a prequel. So, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So then if you go back to the pilot, it does form its own sort of Mm -hmm. fucked up loop. So. Mm. I did um, have a recommendation for this after as well. Oh, yeah. um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. And you've probably listened to this right. Um, Susu, X-I-U, X-I-U. They released an album, which is Susu Plays the Music of Twin Peaks. Yeah. So it's kind of everything. It's very good. You bought it for me. Oh, did I? For Christmas last year, you fucking mentalist. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I, finally <laughs> listened, I finally listened to it like this week. And I'm like, it's very good. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I'm not very good yeah I can tell apparently your memory's not very good you should be worried if I don't remember it's not good then it's fine yeah you bought me the record store day uh, coloured vinyl last year for Christmas there you go yeah that's me told not you told it's a very good album thank you very much uh, well yeah but I didn't uh, realise how good it was until I listened to it this week I, well I told you you weren't allowed to listen to it because we were going to review it for the show but because you hadn't finished Twin Peaks and the last track is filled with spoilers because it's her reading Laura Palmer's diary yeah yeah true story and then time got to you like it does and it crippled your mind Dearie me. I'll add that noise to the other one. I don't know if you listened to the end of that podcast. <laughs> what noise last, last week you made this sigh of complete and utter loss. 
at one point and I put it on loop <laughs> oh, okay I'll have to listen back oh. I'm telling you now the endings of podcasts I, are very good if only because they're very mean to you I have, I, I've been very preoccupied since um, being introduced to you the last podcast on the left I don't know who did that to you but yeah, it's pretty much all I've listened to I've now oh, what did I listen to uh, all the um, Elrond Hubbard ones. Yeah, no, uh, I, I, I annihilated them. I just did the John Wayne Gacy ones. Oh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not huge uh, into uh, serial killers, ironically. Uh, so I sort of work around them. Um, if else? you go back to the really early ones, they talk about like Jesus and the oh, Bible right, okay. and stuff. You're like, what is this? Um, I, I just I might start listening to the remote viewing one, but I've also um, I did the four hour. Charles Manson one recently. Oh, no, I haven't done that one yet. Which what is was, very good. There was a four episode one. Oops. Oh. God, I can't remember. I just listened to that days ago and I've forgotten already. Uh, oh, that seems crazy. See what I've got. Oh, no, it's, oh, Betty and Barney Hill I'm listening to at the moment. Uh-huh. Um, I do like the whole alien ones. Uh, but I've got a few downloaded. Um, David Bowie and the Occult. Did you even know that was a thing? Yeah. I mean, episode, I knew it was a thing, but I didn't know. I'd never know. two hundred and eight. Well, I'll download that too then. But um, oh yeah, the Norwegian black metal was pretty good. Oh no, that was very enjoyable. Yeah, when he yeah. Uh, phones up his wife, he's <laughs> like, "Guess he's done something <laughs> amazing." <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, he's kind of angry. Well, it was it wasn't an intentional suicide. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's how to tell someone someone they love to kill themselves. Yeah, <laughs> Heinrich has done something amazing. I don't know if, I can't remember if his name is Heinrich or not. I can't remember who it was. Uh, well, I, I don't, I'm going to say no because I feel like Heinrich seems German rather than exactly. Norwegian. Exactly, so does your accent, you bloody racist. Olaf. Yes. There's lots of O's and U's in all of their names. Olaf Orkslayer. Mm. Oh, I'll write that down. I'm going to use that at some point. <laughs> the next time I'm doing a character. But he's also going to be an orc. He hates other orcs. No way. So is it you again? <laughs> oh. uh, there you go. So much self-loathing for the <laughs> for the human race. Oh. oh no, I like me. It's everyone else. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. So next time. What we did? Oh yeah, we've already said. Yeah, Kamasi, Washington, and uh, in rainbows. Yeah, beautiful week for you. Oh, oh you ever read Sirens of Titan? No, you've mentioned this before. Kurt um, Vonnegut. Have I seen that line about in here at some point? Probably. I mean, the, the, I've got like three or four copies of it. I can lend you one if you want. I mean, if you're going to read it. I mean, if you're not, I, I won't. Know. I'm not giving it to you. You know what, Mike? It'll sit and go. I'm pretty sure there's books that you gave me for Christmas that you then borrowed instantly that I never got back, that I forgot oh, and you gave me for Christmas. I'm sure that's the truth. Or oh, like that. Of decent men. Oh, no, no. Still, I bought that right. and I opened it in your house and you said, Would you mind if I read that? And right. I've never seen it again. Oh. I literally took it out of the. The envelope I got from Amazon. All right, oh, shit. Okay. And I was reading something at the time, oh, yeah. so you just kept it. Was a disaster it. artist? Give me that back. Or... I can't remember that either. The book cover looks very similar to of Dyson Man. Yeah, it's very good. Oh well, yeah. Well, I heard, That's uh, why so they've made it into a film. Must see. Um, it won 
they won an award. Um, it was on some not Pandora. That's stupid. I remember that. Yes, but, uh, the, um, on top of that, because uh, it couldn't have because I I can't remember what did win, but it definitely no. wasn't that. But it, it's won. It was an exam. It won some Berlin, festival or Venice, yeah. Toronto, Venice. but no, London, Edinburgh, Shetland. Oh, I'm not going to look it up. No, not, not yet. Uh, the Shetland Film Festival has become quite renowned. Like, yeah. Um, but no. Get James quite, Franco to the Shetland Film yeah. Festival. I'm quite looking forward to seeing it. So, mm. so no. Yeah. Let's <laughs> not make noises because you're going to use them. Every time I say this phrase, I can't say it. Chronosynclastic infundibulum. What? Chronosynclastic infundibulum. It's the thing that Winston Niles Rumford gets caught in with his dog in Sirens of Titan so he can then uh, appear and disappear at different moments in time. Obviously. Oh, okay. Now you've explained it. Yeah. I uh, basically I see that character as very much like a, uh, like a Jeffries or even like a Briggs. Yeah. And then, he gets a lot of information to tell other people, and they make religions about it and stuff like that. Um. And there's a a robot called Salo in it, and he feels like the giant to me because he knows everything, but he doesn't tell everyone everything. That's the important mm-hmm. part. Because obviously, what you don't... Well, I can't take the point of Sirens of Titan. It's only a 70-year-old book that you haven't read. But it's, I'm not going to, because it's that good. Plus, you could... <clears throat> you know, if you uh, started an Audible account, you could listen to uh, it being read to you by John Malkovich. For like six hours. It's fantastic. So it's just... I don't... See, I don't get... I'm not sure I'd like audiobooks. Says the man who listens to hours of podcasts. That's different. That's not. To me, it seems different. I don't know. I'll maybe get a bash at some point. But... I don't know. I don't listen to that many. I And also, you can cancel your audio uh, Audible account whenever you like. So if I started it again today, mm. you get your credit. And then if you see a book that should cost 30 quid, you get it for eight. Right. You get one a month. And then after three months, you can then buy more tokens if you're li- listening a lot. But I don't tend to. Mm. So I've got a lot of good books to listen to at the minute. But yeah, I've got all the Kurt Vonnegut books on Audible. See, but then I wouldn't... Somebody said to me, well, have you read such and such? Mm-hmm. If I listened to it, I wouldn't consider that I'd read it. Yeah, but you, it, that, that's just you being a dick. Because if you go, have you read that? No, no, but someone read it to me. Yeah, but so you know what the book's about. Yeah, mm, then don't be a cunt. Fun. If I say, have you read this book? What it means is, do you know what's in it? That's all it means. Okay. (laughs) 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 And with that, if you go to uh, uh, audible.com backslash APPC this month, (laughs) you'll you'll get a free book and uh, possibly told to fuck off while you're doing it. That's how little they care. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, every time I cancel my Audible, they go, please don't go. We'll give you a free book. 
and you take that free book and then I, you quit anyway. I think um, the brief time that I subscribed to the WWE Network thing, because mm-hmm. it was like a free month, and then I think it was the next month I forgot to cancel it, so I paid for one month. Mm-hmm. Um, I then cancelled it after that, because I'd watched a few of the documentaries and a few things. Mm-hmm. I thought, I don't really watch wrestling anymore, so shit. So I cancelled it. Anyway. <laughs> right. Um, every month I'll get another thing going, ah, we want you back, here's a kind of more for you a free month. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. And there was one month they went, this is your last chance, we'll never offer you a free month again. And I went, that's fine, I'm not caring. Well, You'll finally stop the emails. <laughs> and then for the next three months, go, well, we're only joking, pretty much. We'll, we'll offer you again, just take a free month. No, because I'm kind of given up on her. And that is why CISO died. But it was just... It the was night just... CISO's daddy oh. died. Sha-na-na-na-na-na-na. Well, you can get CISO here anyway, so... Well, look, CISO's dead. Yeah, I know, well, you couldn't, but you couldn't get it here anyway, and now it is dead. Yeah, well, no, we wouldn't take CISO here, because if you remember from the list of CISO shows, they were all shows that we already got here for nothing, so yeah. why would you pay for it? You mentalist. It was all the BBC know, library. But then... Yeah, but then they did they didn't them. Um, yeah, I'm not paying Which, six quid a week for a show that cost uh, six quid a month for a show that when I bought it on iTunes cost me six quid. Fair enough. I don't know if you bought it on iTunes, but um, you know, I wanted to make sure they made more, so I bought it. No, I think I meant to. <laughs> I say it's only six quid for six episodes no. in HD, glorious, glorious HD. They'll get some money. Oh, they get money from me already anyway. The, the maximum fun. Yeah. So they'll keep making podcasts, but they won't make any more TV. That's fine. Yeah. As long as you're happy with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not happy. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's like when people go, I give money to Richard Herring and I throw my microphone down and say, stop giving money to this man. Did you see the shit he made with it? No. I don't know if you've watched any of the AI Otama. AI Otama. No. Uh, they're all on YouTube for free. Um, but I um, um, haven't watched them. I've listened to them. So maybe I'm not getting the full effect. Cripplingly unfunny. Oh dear. <laughs> and, and wasn't it half a million pounds he raised? Oh shit, okay. Cripplingly yeah. unfunny. I know it's, it's, it makes it makes me weep. It makes me weep when he puts something on eBay and it goes for like a thousand pounds because he signed it. Does that match? Well, you know, he had to buy a house. I understand that. He has a wife and child. I understand yeah. that. I have nothing. I don't understand that at all. On Wednesday, I had so little money I couldn't buy lem sips, and I died in a uh, in a small heap. And yet still, I had to walk to and from work because I couldn't afford the bus. Jeez. I know. Times are tough, guys. It's okay. You don't care. I get it. See you soon. Bye.